Our learning and applying God's Word continues as we go through our John Sermon Series. Hello, my name is Pastor Al Green, and uh, this is Beyond the Notes. We had a wonderful service yesterday. We, we hope that you were able to participate in it, either by being here on the campus or uh, watching it online. And as I promised yesterday in my uh, introduction to the sermon, that we would follow up today by talking about what marriages were like a little bit during the first century of Christianity, uh, since we were covering the uh, marriage of, in Cana uh, yesterday in the sermon. And as I mentioned, there are three C's that we want to remember as we think about marriage back in those days, and that is contract, consummation, and celebration. Let's first of all talk about the contract. It was an agreement that would be reached by the father and the daughter and the one who is to marry the daughter. And uh, it's typified by some verses. Let me read to you out of Genesis chapter 28 when it talks about Jacob. It says, And Jacob loved Rachel, and he said, I will serve you seven years for your younger daughter Rachel. Laban said, It is better that I give her to you than I should give her to anyone other man away from me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and it seemed to him but a few days because of the love that he had for her. That's typical for the contract that they had in the marriages. There would be an amount that the uh, pursuer of the of the daughter would give to the father in saying, "I will, I will earn this much. I will, I will either build this house or I will have so much money." in the bank, so to speak, uh, before I marry your daughter. And so that's what Jacob did. Seven years for him, that's quite a long time. Uh, when I was in Haiti visiting one time in Capetian, as we were driving around the, the country, I noticed that there were homes in uh, several levels of completion. And I thought, maybe it's just because of it being a third world country. But as I spoke to some of the pastors there, I found out that it's a very similar situation there, that the young men, when they wanted to marry, they had to build their own house in order to uh, get married. It had to be completed first. And since there is no such thing as getting a loan to build a house in Haiti, the men would have to work and save up their money and work a little bit at a time and, and get a little bit done and a little bit more done. Then finally, when the house was completed, they were able to go back to the father and say, "It is it, it, the home is ready for your daughter to come and be my wife. And then the wedding ceremony would take place. So there was that contract that, that would start off. And uh, in the Bible, that's called the betrothal period. And the contract is actually a legal document back in those early Christian days. They were actually married, and there are recordings of some contracts being made when a girl was even one year old. Now, obviously, there would not be any consummation of the marriage for many years to come after that. But they would sign this document, they be would become legally married, and it would take a, a divorce in order to break that contract or an annulment if something had gone wrong, like what Joseph was considering doing with Mary when he found out she was pregnant beforehand. So there was the contract that would start off the, uh, the process of getting married. And then the second C is consummation. And that, of course, is when they, they physically uh, come together. Now, that took place normally at the father's home or the bride's home. And what they would do there, the bridal procession, the, the bride and her ten virgins who uh, would attend with her would make a procession through the streets of their home 
toward their father's house, and there will be much uh, people along the, the road and, and a lot of celebration as they approach the home. And then they would wait there and uh, until the bridegroom would come. And uh, that is something that we find a little bit of a, a, a mentioning in the scriptures in Matthew chapter 25. And uh, let me read you that uh, parable. The, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourself. And while they were going to, bury, to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in to him to the marriage feast. The door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came out also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he said, Truly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you neither know the day nor the hour. And that is in reference to the, the wedding ceremonies of that uh, time period, where the the bride would take her 10 virgins and they would make their procession to the home of, their, of her father. And there they would wait. And then the bridegroom with his attendants would then later on come and uh, they would make their procession to the streets to the father's house. And in the story there in Matthew 25, we see that the coming of the bridegroom was delayed. And what would happen then when, when the bridegroom and his attendants got to the father's house, they would enter the house and then the door would be shut so that no one else would come in because that was going to be the time when they were going to consummate their wedding. And in the uh, story of the virgins, there were the foolish ones who went and got oil was not ready. And uh, when they got back, the door was shut and no one other in the community, no one else could enter in. And uh, so we find that that's a reference to the, the wedding ceremony of the consummation back in that particular day. And the third C would be the celebration. And that was what we were reading in uh, John chapter two and, and we we're discussing yesterday was the celebration of the wedding. Now, after the consummation took place at the uh, father's house or the bride's house, then they would make a, a, another procession, public procession with much celebration through the streets to the bridegroom's home where the celebration would take place. And uh, sometimes, interestingly enough, the, uh, the, the groom's attendants would kind of kidnap the uh, bride after the consummation ceremony was over and would take her then through the streets uh, to the bridegroom's home. The bridegroom or the groom then would go to the, excuse me, to the groom's home. And then the groom would go to either a relative or a friend's house. And when the bride got to the uh, groom's home where she was going to be living as a married woman, they would begin to fix the house up and decorate it. And they would adorn her in different uh, garments than what uh, she was wearing for her consummation uh, portion. And then when the groom would find out everything was ready, then he would leave the friend or, or relative's house and another procession would take place back to his own home where his certified wife was there waiting for her. And uh, they would come in and then the, the celebration would begin after that. And uh, 
then uh, people would be invited to that. In Matthew chapter 22, in the first 14 verses, you read there where the, uh, the fellow wanted to invite everybody, the father wanted to invite everybody to the celebration of his father's or his son's wedding. And uh, there were many who turned him away, and it was, it was a very uh, uh, not a good thing to, to be invited to a wedding celebration and not attend. Certainly when Jesus and his disciples were invited there in John 2, they did attend, and, and it was a good thing that he was there. So when you read Matthew 22, you, you might understand in those first 14 verses, the contract had been signed, then some time had passed, and then the consummation had taken place, and all of these processions through the streets and celebrations, and uh, then they got to the place where they were to be invited to the, to the wedding celebration. And you'll understand that a little bit more. So that wraps it up for us today. We, uh, we hope that, that you enjoyed and you found that interesting. Each week, our teaching team will be sharing an episode of Beyond the Notes with you. And uh, you've heard from us this week. Now we'd like a chance to hear from you. So uh, in whatever way that you're watching this podcast, if you can either rate it or review it, uh, we would appreciate that so much. We hope that it'd been an encouragement to you and that you'll share these podcasts with other people as well. And they may be an encouragement and a help to them also. You can also visit McGregorPodcast.com uh, to learn more about how our podcast shows and, and how to listen to them. So looking ahead to next Sunday, you can read ahead as we study God's Word together in uh, John chapter 2, beginning with verse 13. God bless, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.